Welcome to season four of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally and physically by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. All right, all right. Welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. It's another week with a new episode. On this episode, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I want to tune in to the mental health side and talk about something that I think will resonate with everyone, no matter where you are in your life. And I heard this and it really resonated with me, especially where I am in my life. And I feel like this is going to be like my new mantra that I'm going to live my life by. And what the saying is, or I guess what the question is, is, well, I guess it's a statement. It's a statement. So what the statement is and what this whole episode will be about is if it's costing you your mental health, then it's too expensive. So let's talk a little bit more about that and stick around. Okay, so you can obviously hear I'm getting more and more out of breath as I'm progressing in this pregnancy. I am 24 weeks pregnant. I made it to six months. I can't believe how fast this pregnancy is going by. So I'm going to give like a quick update. Um, My newest symptom is that I am peeing when I sneeze. It is happening it is uncontrollable. My oldest son is so confused by it because I'll sneeze and then I'll be like, oh shoot, I just peed. And he's like, wait, you peed your pants? I'm like, yeah, just, we'll talk about it later, you know, but that's like my newest symptom. Um, You can hear I'm still stuffed up. I'm just going to have this constant stuffy nose and I'm still running. I still feel good. I'm not like overly tired where I feel like I need to nap every single day, but I'm definitely, I'm losing a little steam here. I can feel myself slowing down and, you know, I'm just going to continue to listen to my body and take those rest days when I need to rest. And I urge you guys to do the same with anything you do in life, whether it's, you know, working out or, you know, with your job, family life, whatever it is, listen to your body, listen to your mind take those rest days. So those are my little, or that's my pregnancy update for you guys. So I want to kind of unpack this whole statement. If it's costing you your mental health, then it's too expensive. When I heard this, I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to get this tattooed on my body. No, but like in all seriousness, 
I feel like that as like a guiding, like, you know, I always say, you know, is this bringing you closer or further away from your goals? Which I love. Like, I love that. I don't know if it's like a mantra, like how you would explain that, but I love that as my guide. But now just to dive into the mental health, using that as a guide with the choices I make in my life, I think makes it simple. Like, is it costing your mental health or if it is, then it's too expensive and it's not worth it, you know, and that can relate to jobs. Like the reason why that really resonated for me is, you know, I'm at this like crossroads with my business, my staging business. And, you know, it's been a great profitable business. And of course, with anything, there's roadblocks, there's stressors, um, there's growing pains, all the things, you know, but I have just been really overly stressed and it's somewhat costing me my mental health, you know, and I've been at this like fork of the road. What do I do? Do I liquidate it? Do I sell it? Do I keep moving forward? And really that question really resonated with me or that statement, if it's costing you your mental health, then it's too expensive. So that's kind of where it's resonated with me. But I think that even goes for friendships, for you know, your lifestyle. What does your lifestyle, how does your lifestyle contribute to your mental health? And just to dive deep into this, I want to kind of unpack what is mental health exactly, just because this is May, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And I think just recently we've started openly talking about mental health, like mental health has been such a buzzword. And it's, obviously we all have mental health. We've all, it's been around for a really long time, but it's only now that we're starting to talk about it. So what is mental health? Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel, and how we act. It also determines how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. And over the course of life, if you experience mental health problems, your thinking, your mood, and your behavior could be affected. Many factors contribute to mental health problems, including biological, life experiences such as trauma or abuse, as well as family history of mental health problems. Um, and then it's it's so important to know that mental health problems are common. We all deal with them. And I think that's the first starting point of breaking the stigma around mental health is by sharing our own experiences and talking about it. That's why I openly, you know, talk about my bad days. Justin, my husband, saw like a TikTok where I was not complaining, but I was saying I was having, you know, one of my lower days. And he's like, oh, that's so depressing. And I'm like, okay, I'm sharing it because I want people to understand that they're not alone too. Like, especially on social media, we highlight like the highs of the highs and you know, that's all great. But I think more now than ever, we're all craving that real content. We want to see, we don't want to see people struggle, but we want to know we're not alone. And that's how we break the stigma specifically with mental health. So if you're going to do anything 
in the month of May for mental health, maybe just openly share with what you're comfortable with, but openly sharing your experience with mental health, you know, maybe some struggles or ways you've overcome those struggles, you know, that's contributing to the conversation that will ultimately break the stigma in society. I just want to talk about mental health and wellness. Um, the positive thing about prioritizing your mental health, like the overall goal is to realize your full potential in life. It's a way that you can cope with stress a lot better and a lot efficiently. Like I know that when I move my body for 30 minutes a day, like when I say I am doing this workout for my mental health, I mean it because I know that I'm going to be a little more resilient to whatever life is throwing my way versus when I don't move my body, you know, and I don't get that release. I let things affect me a lot easier, you know, and my mood is not always the best when I skip those workouts. Um, though another way mental health and wellness, wellness, oh my gosh, I cannot speak, sorry. Another goal of mental health and wellness is to work productively. Again, that's like with me. If I get a workout in first thing, you know, in the morning, that's become my morning routine. I feel energized and I feel motivated throughout the day versus like when I work out later in the evening, like, yeah, it energizes me then, but starting my work, my day off with a workout, like brings me on a whole other level. And it's also a way to make meaningful contributions to our community. And that's kind of where I always say, like, when you prioritize your mental and physical health first, like you put yourself first and you work on your mental and physical health and the relationship you have with yourself, that way you are able to give your best self to those around you. If you're raising kids that will contribute it, contribute to society. You know, you're giving your best self to the others around you because you're investing in your best self. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Um, ways to maintain positive mental health include getting professional help if you need it. I mean, I believe that you should get professional help, even if you feel like you're in the best place of your life. That's one of the reasons why BetterHelp is a sponsor of this podcast, because I truly believe counseling, seeking counseling at any and every phase of your life is such a necessity in order to continue to evolve and grow as a person. I know I do, you know, I, I do like those monthly maintenance sessions when I feel like I'm in a good spot and I find my rhythm. And typically, you know, after six weeks, we all cycle with our behaviors. I will seek a counselor on a more regular like basis if I need it at that period of my life. Um, and I am no shame doing that. It is so 
productive for me. And I just really urge you guys, if you never have tried counseling, I think it's one thing. It can be really intimidating going locally, like actually going into an office. And and I feel that. I still feel that too. And, you know, I'm obviously an advocate for counseling. I don't even go locally. I also have felt like, oh my gosh, if I see like my counselor out in public or my therapist out in public, like how would that be? Because I do come from like a very tight and small community. So getting counseling or seeking counseling online through services like BetterHelp um, has just been really ideal because you can do it at any time, any place. Um, You don't even have to do like sessions in front of the camera if you don't want to. You can do calls. You can do text messages. It's really custom and tailored to what you need at that moment. Um, And so really there's no excuse why you shouldn't get professional help at any phase of your life. Um, Another way to maintain positive mental health is connecting with others, staying positive, a lot easier said than done, getting physically active. You guys know, like I'm wearing a shirt today that says 30 minutes a day keeps the insanity away. It's one of my shirts. If you want it, it's on the site, but you know, it's really true for me. Like I mentally am in a better spot after I move my body, Um, helping others, getting enough sleep and developing coping skills. So that's kind of like the breakdown of mental health, what mental health and wellness, like prioritizing it, what it can do for your life and what exactly it is. This episode of the Invest Your Best podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I am an advocate for mental health, and one of the things I have openly talked about is how therapy has changed my life. It has changed my life, and no matter what stage I am at, I have no shame about seeking therapy and talking openly about how therapy works. And without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. And the good news is that therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's honestly whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now or you just want some tools to help or maybe you're feeling insecure in a relationship or at work and you're not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles because we are all going through it and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, and you can do therapy anywhere you are. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. You know I am all about this, and it's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are the greatest asset. So we have a special offer for the Invest Your Best listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp. 
betterhelp.com slash invest your best. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash invest your best. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. And go get some therapy, guys, because it actually works. So going back to the statement, if it's costing you your mental health, it's too expensive. So ways that we can keep prioritizing our mental health is kind of what I want to talk about because I feel like there's so many things on different levels that can cost us our mental health. And like for me, I have a huge stressor on my plate, which is my business, you know, which as a whole is like costing me my mental health at this moment in my lifetime. But I also believe going back to like small habits, like it's the small habits, it's our small behaviors that we do daily that add up as a whole that can cost us our mental health too. And I think one of the things that cost us our mental health that go equally, you know, which I talk about constantly is our physical health. Like if we're not taking care of our physical health, then we're not taking care of our mental health. If we're not taking care of our mental health, then we're not taking care of our physical health. Like they go together. I was just listening to a podcast. You guys have to listen to this podcast. It's the Ed Milet show. I talk about him all the time. He's one of my favorites, but he just had a doctor on and she just read a, or she just wrote a book. It's called, why am I so effing tired? Um, And I forget her name. I believe it's Dr. Anne. I don't have her name right in front of me, but it's one of, I think it's last week's episode with Ed Milet. And I just ordered her book. I'm so excited to listen to it. But one of the things, one of her, like her main specialty is she talks about gut health, how gut health contributes to your mental health and how your mental health contributes to your gut health. And she really explains how like there's, good bacteria in our gut that support our mental health. You know, in the gut is where our serotonin's made, you know, our feel good chemicals in our brain. It's, it's so crazy how much, um, how many things are created in our gut health that influence, you know, our overall mental health in our brain. And it's just really, really interesting. Go listen to it. I'm obviously not a scientist, so I don't want to like butcher it, but go listen to it. So, Again, it's these small habits that we go through or that we do throughout the day that can contribute positively to our mental health or negatively to our mental health. And I pulled this thing off the internet that breaks it down. Um, And they just talk about 12 habits that make your anxiety worse. I think anxiety statistically is like one of the major mental health I don't want to say disorders. I want to say like issues that we, that, that a person has struggled with or dealt with at least one time, if not many times in their lives. Um, and, and that's anxiety. So I just want to go through some of those habits, like the negative habits that can contribute negatively to your mental health. 
So skipping meals, I think in general, if you're not taking care of your basic needs, that is going to contribute negatively to your physical health and obviously your mental health. So let's just break down your basic needs. Sleep, you know, we hear so much more now how sleep is such a priority in our life. Like we, that's kind of like a duh, like obviously, but like truly, if you're only getting five to six hours of sleep a night, you might need to reevaluate how you can get, you know, at least eight hours of sleep. I know some people are like, I feel really good off six hours. I think it's kind of like you have to find where your sweet spot is. I know for me, like if I sleep one hour more than eight hours, it makes me tired. And if I'm like under eight hours then I'm like overly tired, like eight hours is my sweet spot. But that sleep is obviously your basic need. Water. I have talked about how water and definitely upping my water intake has positively influenced not only, you know, my physical health, it's helped me with snacking. It's helped me feel content and full throughout the day when I thought I was hungry. You know, obviously it hydrates you. You're thinking clearly. You know, water is so important. And I've been telling my coaching clients, like, if you want to start today, you know, prioritizing your mental and physical health, just start focusing on upping your water intake. And that's honestly what I've been doing the past two weeks with my pregnancy is because I have felt kind of like, oh my God, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting those cravings. I'm, I know I'm gaining weight because I'm eating more like unnecessary weight, Um, I'm feeling a lot sluggish because I am indulging more than I usually do. And I'm like, I think I'm dehydrated. And, and sure enough, I've been upping my water intake the past like two weeks and it's made such a difference. Um, and again, that's a basic need that will take you so far and positively impact your mental and physical health. Another basic need is sex, (laughs) you know, or sex is important. I know, especially for men, you know, it can really trigger them if they're not getting enough sex. Um, so sex is definitely a basic need. Um, and it's okay to reevaluate that in your life, you know, in your marriage and your relationship, you know, is that enough for you? How is that influencing your mental and physical health? Um, another basic need is your shelter. Um, I know like for me, if my house is a mess, then it contributes negatively to my mental health. Like I feel unorganized. I don't feel as motivated, but when I clean my house and I have a clean space around me, I have like mental clarity. I'm feeling more motivated. I just feel more like relaxed and at ease and calm versus like feeling just, I don't know, like I as I, I'm not like OCD in the sense of like, I need to have a clean house all the time, but like my environment really does influence me. And I'm seeing that as I'm getting older, how it plays such a part. So like every Sunday, that's kind of like our day to get the house organized, you know, pick up, declutter it, you know, and really take the time and effort to clean out our space. So we set ourselves up for success during the week. So those are like your basic needs. Again, your basic needs contribute to your mental and physical health. Other things are like drinking caffeine, you know, really evaluating your caffeine habit and how that's contributing to your physical and mental health. Um, 
eating processed food. I just learned one of the things about processed food is that all the fiber is stripped of processed food. Are you getting enough fiber? Are you getting you know, the right nutrition and sup- and supplements that you need that you might not be getting from, you know, foods such as processed food, like magnesium, fiber. So are you getting the proper nutrients that you need? Um, not getting enough fluids. We just talked about that. Consuming alcohol. You guys, oh my gosh. If you are binge drinking every weekend, like I once was, How is that contributing to your mental and physical health? Is it costing you your mental health? Are you waking up every Saturday after Friday night of drinking with that anxiety, with that sleepless night, with that binge eating the next day because you're hungover, um, with it spiraling into your week? Like, How is your alcohol intake contributing to your mental health? Is it costing your mental health? Because if it is, it's too expensive and you need to reevaluate that habit. I know this was like a big thing for me. And once I evaluated it, it was a lot easier for me to go clean and give it up. It, It hasn't been an easy road. You guys have listened to my podcast episodes about giving up alcohol it has not been easy, but it's definitely been rewarding and productive. Other habits um, include comparing yourself to others. If you're constantly on social media following people that make you feel like shit or make you feel like you don't have value like they do with their lives or you're not contributing enough or you're not busy enough or you don't have the perfect family like this person does, like unfollow them. How is that habit of like scrolling through social media and looking at these people contributing to your mental health? Is it costing you your mental health? If so, it's got to go. Um, Ignoring your anxiety. Again, going back to if you're having something like anxiety and depression that's impacting how you function in your daily life, that's when it becomes a disorder. And that's when you definitely need to seek professional counseling. If you can't get out of bed, you know, if you're unable to do things because of your anxiety, that is more reason to get help because it's becoming an impact of how you function in your daily life. Watching news. If your habit every night is watching the news, we all know it's awful negative like stuff. If you're just filling your mind with that, it's costing you your mental health. You know, it's time to replace the behavior of news and go find a Netflix show where you leave your brain at the door. Um, Poor eating habits and reaching for the sugar. Again, these are just like those little habits that can add up that can cost you your mental health, you know? And those are these are the habits, these small little habits that we engage in every single day that we have to become more aware of and how they're either helping us, you know, to accomplish our goals or bringing us further away from our goals. And once we realize the habits that aren't contributing to helping us reach our goals and aren't contributing to our mental health, then it's easier to start reducing these habits and find replacement behaviors for them. So I know this was a lot, but I just want you guys to really start reflecting on what is costing you your mental health 
and what's bringing you closer to your goals and what's bringing you further away from your goals. I think the name of the game with anything is just bringing awareness to it. You know, that's the first step that I kind of say is like bringing awareness to these things and being and like waking up, you know, and having a consciousness to what your actions are every day, having a consciousness to your thinking, you know, which contribute to your actions, which contribute to your behaviors, like just being woke. (laughs) Is that the word? I don't know. Woke to your thinking, your actions and your behaviors rather than having life just happen to you, take control of it. And I think the first step is becoming aware. And then once you're aware, you ask yourself these questions. Is this costing me my mental health? Is this bringing me further away from my goals? You know, and then you figure out how to slowly reduce these habits that contribute to the overall picture and start replacing them. Easier said than done. But again, I really urge you to go through your life and ask you, ask yourself that question. What is costing you your mental health and what you can do to start replacing those behaviors? All right. Thank you guys for listening. I'm just about out of breath. Um, Again, I am so excited. So some of my clients are like on week three of my coaching program. Some clients have just signed up, so they're just getting started. But I'm just having so much fun connecting to my clients. Um, We talk to each other all the time on the app. Uh, Every Sunday I do the weekly check-ins. I've had some really great feedback from my clients, and I think everyone's like, excited, but I'm also having the clients that are on week three that are like, oh my gosh, this is hard work. And we're going through, you know, what we can do together to keep that momentum. So if you're interested in the Invest Your Best coaching program, go to investyourbestwithallyk.com, fill out that questionnaire, and then I will be in contact with you. Again, this program is not for everyone. It's really about the people who want to start small and start investing in the process of becoming their best self. And with that, my coaching program has a three-month minimum commitment. And all my program or all my monthly programs are less than $200 a month. So again, this is not like an, a quick fix, lose 30 pounds in 30 days program. It is not about that at all. For me, it's really helping you learn how to prioritize your mental and physical health first in your life. And with that, that starts small. That starts with building all the small habits that will contribute to your overall goals. And if weight loss is your goal, that will follow. But it's really focusing on your mental health, your mindset. And so we have weekly mindset journal prompts. I give you suggested meal plans along with custom workout plans. And then you get the accountability from me. So go check it out at www.investyourbestwithallyk.com. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Alexandra Will. If you are interested in purchasing the Move Your Body Head Wraps, those are also on my website at investyourbestwithallyk.com. And I will see you guys next week. 